Preparation Day 3 Now that you have your prayer room or sacred space set up, it's important to get comfortable in it. You're going to be spending some great quality time there, and you should feel comfort and a sense of warmth whenever you enter. Consider some kind of ritual to make it sacred, some transition from the ordinary to the extraordinary. Mother Teresa insisted that all her nuns remove their shoes or sandals before entering the chapel to pray. I've prayed in a number of their chapels throughout the world, and I have to say this is a very profound experience and sets you up to pray. God said, Do not come near. Remove your sandals from your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. Exodus chapter 3 verse 5. Another great sacramental is a holy water font. Consider placing this right by the entryway to your sacred space, so that whenever you enter it, you can make the sign of the cross. This is a very powerful sacramental that not only draws you close to God, but also protects you from the devil. Now that you are in your room, try different prayer postures. Traditionally, the church has four postures of praying, standing, sitting, kneeling, and prostrating. You experience most of these at Sunday Mass. Think about how many times you change posture during Mass. Each posture is intentional and has some meaning with the desired effect. Posture. Standing. When we stand at church, we are at attention. We stand during the processional, the gospel, the recessional, the petitions, and all the prayers of the Mass when we are not kneeling. At that time, the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord to minister to him, and to bless in his name, as they have done to this day. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 8. Be vigilant at all times and pray that you have the strength to escape tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. Luke chapter 21, verse 36. Kneeling. The man knelt and bowed down to the Lord. Genesis chapter 24, verse 26. St. Paul writes that at the name of Jesus' name every knee must bend in the heavens and on the earth and under the earth. Philippians chapter 2, verse 10. Sitting. Moving on from there, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee. Sitting. Moving on from there, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee went up on the mountain and sat down there. Matthew chapter 15, verse 29. The Lord appeared to Abraham by the oak of Mamre, and he sat at the entrance of the tent while the day was growing hot. Genesis chapter 18, verse 1. Prostrating. But Moses and Aaron went away from the assembly to the entrance of the tent of meeting, where they fell prostrate. Then the glory of the Lord appeared to them. Numbers, chapter 20, verse 6. Then he brought me by way of the north gate to the facade of the temple. I looked, and the glory of the Lord filled the Lord's house. I fell on my face. The Lord said to me, Son of man, pay close attention. Look carefully, and listen intently to everything I tell you. Ezekiel, chapter 44, verses 4 through 5. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice, and fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. Luke chapter 17, verses 15 through 16. Practice these different prayer postures and see how they affect you. 
You may experiment all you want before prayer, but try to remain in one prayer posture for your entire prayer period unless God moves you otherwise. Spend three minutes, as best you can without hurting yourself, today in each of the postures, for a total of 12 minutes. During that time, meditate on any one of the scripture passages that you choose. Journal your experience now. What was it like? Which posture felt the most comfortable? Did you feel closer to God with any of these postures? Which posture helped you to feel prayerful? Did you sense that you were in God's presence? Did God speak to you? The Daily Habit of Prayer If we want to be good at doing something, we must spend time doing it. If we want to fall in love with someone, and in this case God himself, we must spend time with that person. Like anything else, this takes time. Time is the greatest gift God has given to us, and so often we waste it. Ah, but there is nothing better than wasting time with God. If we want to get in shape, we have to get into some kind of routine, and it has to be consistent. We must also be dedicated because if we aren't dedicated like anything else, it will fall to the wayside. The same is true for prayer. The Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 2710, says that the choice of time and duration of the prayer arises from a determined will, revealing the secrets of the heart. One does not undertake contemplative prayer only when one has the time. One must make the time for the Lord, with the firm determination not to give up, no matter what kind of trials or dryness one may encounter. The reality is that just like you need a place to pray, you also need a time to pray. Our Jewish ancestors and Jesus himself prayed traditionally three times every day. But I will call upon our God, and the Lord will save me. At dusk, dawn, and noon, I will grieve and complain, and my prayer will be heard. Psalm 55, verses 17 through 18. We hear in the book of Daniel, chapter 6, verses 10 through 11. Daniel continued his custom of going home to kneel in prayer, and gave thanks to God in the upper chamber three times a day. Jesus gives us a perfect prayer and teaches us to pray every day, the Lord's Prayer. This is how you are to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Matthew 6, verses 9-11 through 11. The hope and desire is that every moment of every day we are in union with Jesus and God the Father. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the Spirit. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16-19 through 19. If we want to pray all the time, we at least have to start by praying at some particular time. It must be every day. It must be made out of a determined act of the will, and we must not miss it for anything, come hell or high water. The church in her great wisdom gives us this time of 40 days and 40 nights every year to form a new habit or to break down an old one. Pray 40 days will help you form the new habit of a daily, deep, and profound prayer life. It is important that every time you pray, you are always praying through, with, and in Christ. He is the way to the Father. It's a good practice to keep your Bible with you, so that during times of silent meditation, you can go back to the actual scripture if you get distracted or need to refresh yourself and remember what it is that you are meditating on if you do get distracted. And he said to them, 
Suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey, and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked, and my children and I have already gotten into bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give him the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. The answer to prayer. And I tell you, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake? when he asks for a fish, or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg. If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Luke chapter 11, verses 5 through 13. Some helpful tips. These are merely suggestions. This entire book is actually just a suggested way to learn to pray meditatively and contemplatively. The Holy Spirit will be your ultimate spiritual director. If there is anything in this book or in these meditations that is not helpful to you, don't feel that you have to use it. The most important maxim is, do no harm. I encourage you to try to do it for the entire program of Pray 40 Days. If at any point you don't want to continue or find yourself confused, Please seek a wise spiritual person to guide you. At the end of Pray 40 Days, keep what is helpful and dismiss what is not helpful to you. Communicate to others that you will be praying. I have a huge Italian family, and every Sunday night the family gets together for dinner. Thankfully, my parents have kept my room there for me, so I still have a prayer room in my family home. I've communicated to my whole family that when I go up there and close the door, I am praying and do not want to be disturbed for any reason. They all know that when the door is closed, I am praying. Even my nieces and nephews know that when Uncle Mike is upstairs and his door is closed, he is praying. Believe it or not, they understand, and I have never been disturbed by them. One of my nieces, the youngest, said, We can't go up there because Uncle Mike is praying now, but sometimes I really think he's sleeping, and sometimes I am. Begin with the five Ps of prayer. Take some time to transition into the sacred space. Set a goal for yourself of how long you feel God is calling you to pray. It should be something that you are going to be able to do every day. With every goal, it has not only to be doable, but also challenge you to really grow. I suggest 15 minutes for beginners, half an hour for those who have some experience, and a holy hour for those who have had many years of praying. When you decide what you would like to commit to, make a resolution with God and share it with a spiritual director or another wise spiritual person. Have someone you can be accountable to. Consider forming a prayer group that will meet weekly to pray together, to review and share your experiences of prayer, and to be accountable to. No matter what, do not leave even a moment early. The enemy will try to get you out of that room. He will offer you a thousand and one different excuses to leave prayer early. Remain steadfast and committed to whatever your resolution was. Always have your Bible and journal with you. Follow along with the meditations in the book or listen online at theprodigalfather.org slash pray40days. If you find yourself distracted at any time by a noise outside, an interior disturbance, or a thought, that is normal. 
Be kind and gentle to yourself every time and calmly return to the passage of scripture that you are praying with. What if I fall asleep? It is okay. Maybe God just wanted to rest with you. I say I'd rather be asleep in God's presence than awake anywhere else. But if it does become a habit, you may want to consider praying at different time when you are more awake, changing your posture, or even taking a nap before you pray. At the end of the meditation or contemplation, take your time transitioning out of prayer and just enjoy the experience. Journaling is a wonderful experience of prayer. Be sure to keep your journal safe and private so that you can freely and honestly express yourself to God. You will find yourself writing things that he is speaking to you without even realizing it. It is one way that you can really dialogue with God and hear his voice. Finally, consider ending with an Our Father, Hail Mary, and Glory Be. This could be a vocal prayer, meditative prayer, or reflection with journaling.